One of the most common pieces of homework that I assign is for them to stop doing and to rest. Why is that? Why? Because you know what? When we're constantly feeling like we have to do, we have to push, we have to build, we have to hustle, all we do is lead ourselves to burnout. And when you are on that path, you also are not going to be making decisions from a rational perspective. And out of desperation, you will make decisions that ultimately will sabotage your business. No, no, my friend, I want to see you building a business that's generating revenue, building a business that's generating clients, return clients, high quality return clients at that, right? Who are happy to pay you your rates, who are happy to give you a tip, who are happy to share their stain photos, who are happy to bring their friends, who are happy to rave about you on social media, and who are happy to come back every two to three weeks because they love including you in their self-care practice. Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the realities of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, a tea-loving, shoe-collecting mother of three in constant search for the most poppin' pair of earrings and the perfect shade of red lipstick. I'm also a professional henna artist and business strategist who went from barely being able to piece together a fluid design to being the owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. I'm on a mission to help henna professionals to harness their skills and grow vibrant, profitable businesses that they absolutely love. If you want to make more money with your art, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, hennapreneurs. Welcome back to another episode of the Hennapreneur Podcast. Today, I am at your next because I want to talk to you about a big problem that I see in our industry. And actually, not just inside of our industry. If I'm being honest, I'm seeing this across the board with many different entrepreneurs um, and across many different industries. And I think that this has more to do with our mindsets as business owners rather than um, whatever niche we might actually occupy. So what I want to talk to y'all about today is why it is that we seem to have the belief that we must price ourselves as low as possible in order to um, make our businesses work. And I, for one, am not about it. So if you have been around Hennapreneur for any amount of time, you know that I like money. And I'm not ashamed to say that I like money. And I hope that you like money. And I hope that that's why you're here. And if you're here and you don't like money, my hope is that also I can convert you and change you away from that. Because let's be real, without financial potency... We're not able to get things done in life. Look, for better or for worse, we live in a capitalist society. And if you want to move change, even if you have the most altruistic of belief systems and intentions, if you want to move change, it's going to cost you something. And the fastest way to see any sort of change is with a dollar. So I'm all about making more money inside of my business, and I'm all about helping entrepreneurs make more money inside of theirs as well. And yet, there is this ongoing, like, underlying belief, I don't know, whatever belief system that we've got inside of our industry that says that we have to price ourselves into poverty in order to have a business. And I challenge that. And if you are someone who um, has found yourself frustrated by not making enough money with your art, if you find yourself being 
undervalued by your clients. If you find yourself in a place where you'd like to raise your rates, but you don't think that you can, then this episode is for you because I'm not doing this anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about it from y'all, right? I'm tired of hearing about it inside of our community and I'm tired of seeing it. I want better for you. And that's why I'm here today. Okay. So I want to just express to you right? That everything that I'm saying inside of this episode and any episode, to be honest, it comes from a place of love and respect. And it does come from a place of humility. And it comes from a place of wanting better for you. Because I've seen both sides. I've seen what it is to work at, I will call it the bottom, where you are working nonstop trying to bring in these clients. You're like spinning your wheels all the time. You're not making enough money to make it worthwhile. And also I've seen the other side where business actually feels really freaking boring because you don't have to do very much work. The clients just book themselves. And then what do you know? You're at Target. And as you're buying that next pair of shoes that you don't really need, like, bing, you have a notification that you just made an extra $200. Like, that's what life is for me. <laughs> and if you're working with me, then that's also the life that you are likely building for yourself inside of your own business, right? Many of my students, after a certain period of time of working together, this is actually what they say. Like, it just became so easy. Like, I don't have to do the work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because we do the work on the front end, get your business built out. And then it really is that simple as, oh, hey, I just got an email notification that, you know, someone just booked whatever thing for $100, $200, $300. And, you know, meanwhile, I was playing with my kids while that was happening. It's like that. Yeah, you built that, right? I want you to understand that if you are in a place in your business right now where things are, where they feel challenging, where they feel hard, where they feel like you have to be in the hustle, right? And that you can't charge for that either. It doesn't have to be reality. You can choose something different. Okay. So where, why really? Why? Because the question, why is it that so many entrepreneurs do feel that they have to price themselves down at the bottom? Like they need to undercut their local competitors, that they need to make themselves so affordable that people will actually come and spend money with them. Listen, friends, I want to like put out a quick PSA. Are you with me? Money is out here, okay? Money is outside, <laughs> okay? There's literally money everywhere around us. And not everyone in the market is even looking for affordable. There are people inside of the market right now who are looking to book a henna artist. And because your prices are so low, they are immediately discrediting you because an expert doesn't charge pennies on the dollar. A professional charges a respectable rate. So when they see what you've put out there to the world, even if it's beautiful art, when you've priced it too low, they're thinking, hmm, something's not right here. Something, this math ain't mathing. And they are passing you up for your competitor who may not even be using natural henna, who may not even be as skilled as you are, who may not even take as great care of their clients as you do, but because they are willing to put a larger price point, a higher price tag on their work, they will book the clients because people aren't always just looking for how much does that cost? They're looking for, I want the best. They're looking for, I want that experience. I want to go where not everyone can get in. <laughs> I want to go. And listen, I'm telling you that because that's what exists inside of my business. My clients love to visit me because I'm exclusive. You can't just book in with me just on the fly, right? You have to plan for that. Baby, you need to book two weeks in advance. If you're not in there, listen, you're going to miss out, right? Like, 
my clients appreciate that. And that's just one aspect. When you actually work with me, I teach a number of different levers that we pull inside of your business that are specific to buyer psychology and why people choose to make purchases. And so we actually will will select which levers you will pull inside of your business as well to really attract people. Um, and affordability is not one of them. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want you to be quote unquote affordable. What I want you to be is premium. What I want you to be is making a living wage that's respectable and one that's going to allow for you to actually take care of yourself, your family, and the things that are most important to you. I want you to understand, and this is something that oftentimes is lost on people. When you discount your services, when you are out here like freaking haggling with clients, like allowing them to tell you what they're going to pay. First of all, imagine the audacity to walk into a business and say, hmm, actually, so I'm going to buy this product, but I'm not going to pay what's on the price tag. This is what I'm going to pay and you're going to be happy with it. Like, would you ever? I could never. I could never. The audacity. And yet, some of us operate inside of our businesses like we're the shopkeeper with all of our goods there. And we're just allowing people to come in and say, yeah, I'm going to take this and I'm going to pay you this for it. Where is our respect, friends? Where is our respect? It's time for us to do better, right? You know you're called to do henna. This is what you're supposed to be doing. You know you want to connect with people through this creative outlet, to learn their stories, and to use your skills to help them feel like their best selves with your adornment on their bodies. You know you want to bless the world with your art, and you know you want to get paid well to do it too. So friend, why are you sitting on the sidelines settling for less when you know you're meant for more? If this is your calling, which let's be real, if you're here listening to me, it is, <laughs> then it's time for you to put your calling into action. And there are two ways that you can do that. You can either do it on your own and cross your fingers super tight that you'll figure out how to do it flawlessly, or you can sign up for the business bootcamp and have the support and guidance that you need to do it well from day one from someone who's already been there, done that, and built the business to prove it. If you're ready to call it quits on doing the side hustle shuffle and want to finally build the henna business that you can be proud of with your art, then head over to hennapreneur.com bbc. That's hennapreneur.com bbc. And get registered for the next business bootcamp today. Seats are limited and the next cohort kicks off soon. Visit hennapreneur.com bbc and save your seat. The business that you've been dreaming of is only nine weeks away. Let's get started today. So we don't need to, you know, we don't need to be begging our, our customers to buy from us. We don't need to be begging our customers to make their appointments, to book that party, to, to allow us to, do, please let me do your bridal henna. I would love it if you'd let me do your bridal henna. What is this? What is this, friends? Please, can we stop? <laughs> can we stop? When we do this, when we discount our services consistently, when we beg, when we plead, when we do all of this with our clients, when we're haggling with them, when we're bargaining with them, when we're you know, making all these, these different concessions with them, when we're not taking a clear look at the cost of our business. Hey, look, that's a whole nother ball game, right? That's a whole nother discussion because it's one thing, the way that we engage with our clients, but it's a total other thing, the way that we engage with our businesses. And a lot of us 
friends. A lot of us are out here running, quote unquote, henna businesses that don't have anything business-like behind the scenes. We don't keep track of our money. We don't maintain profit and loss. We don't know what's happening with our cash flow. We have no idea when and how we can pay ourselves. We're not setting aside for taxes. We don't have contracts in order to protect our time and our money. We don't have, listen, we're just out here winging it. Friend, if that's you, this is me again. Hi. Hi. I'm your friendly entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you this is time for you to do better. Let's stop. Let's stop with the BS, friends. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's stop. Because this is the thing. When we're doing all of these things, what we're only doing is setting ourselves back, right? These are the sorts of behaviors that will have you out there just constantly feeling like you have to compete. You have to compete in the market. You have to you have to stay out there. You have to do, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do. And you know how exhausting that is? I don't want that for you. I really don't. You know, what's really funny is it, <laughs> well, I think about my students inside of my programs. One of the um, most common pieces of homework that I assign is for them to stop doing and to rest. Can you imagine? Hey, you want your business to grow? I want you to stop doing that. I want you to rest. I want you to stop doing that. I want you to celebrate. I want you to stop doing that. I want you to take a vacation. <laughs> Why is that? Why? Because you know what? When we're constantly feeling like we have to do, we have to push, we have to build, we have to hustle, all we do is lead ourselves to burnout. And when you are on that path, you also are not going to be making decisions from a rational perspective because you're concerned about, are the numbers going to match up? Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to you know, get enough clients? And out of desperation, you will make decisions that ultimately will sabotage your business. No, no, my friend, I want to see you building a business that's generating revenue, building a business that's generating clients, return clients, high quality return clients at that, right? Who are happy to pay you your rates, who are happy to give you a tip, who are happy to share their stain photos, who are happy to bring their friends, who are happy to rave about you on social media, and who are happy to come back every two to three weeks because they love including you in their self-care practice, right? That's what I want for you. And I don't want you having to feel like you have to be up until 3 a.m. every night in order to get those clients in because you're trying to figure out what to post on freaking Instagram. I mean, come on. Come on, why do we put ourselves into this box when we're in that space where we feel that all we have to do, all we can do is compete, 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 compete. Again, we'll begin to make decisions out of a place of fear, out of a place of desperation, out of a place of, I don't know if this is working, out of a place of impatience. And we will make those choices that will ultimately sabotage the direction that we want to go with our business. Not only will, and when I, let me pause. When I say it's going to sabotage your business, this is exactly what I mean. In making those types of decisions or making decisions with that energy, I should say, that is where we begin to attract things like, hmm, discount buyers. Discount shoppers, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Those clients who they just they want they want the full hand of Hedna, but they want to pay you know five dollars for it, and then they want to add on a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, right? How much is it for this? How much is it for that? And they're only making decisions on what to buy based on money and not on value. And this is the thing. This is where Hednapreneurs get confused because 
when we have a client base that is purely motivated by money and not by value, they do not value you. So here we have, you know, entrepreneurs who are bringing in these clients who are looking for a particular price point, not concerned with value whatsoever. And then they get there and they mistreat you. And then we ask ourselves why? Why is it that my clients are so demanding? Why is it that my clients want more henna? Why is it that my clients are being rude with me? Why is it that my clients aren't respecting my time? Why is it that my clients are late or don't show up at all? Why is it that my clients never respond to me when I ask them for a review, right? Like, come on. If you're bringing in people who are only concerned about the dollar and are not concerned about the value, that also means they don't value your art. They don't value your, your experience. They don't value your expertise. They don't value your time. They don't value you as the artist. They're just there for a monetary exchange. And let me tell you what, I don't know of any relationship. And I mean, maybe you do. And if you do, let me know. But I'm not aware in my lived experience of any relationship, quality relationship that's been based on a dollar exchange, a transactional exchange, whether this is a relationship with a friend, a family member, a colleague, um, a teacher, any of this, right? Any relationship that you build, if it is purely transactional, where it's you give me this and I'll give you that. You give me this and I'll give you that. And that's all it is. It is very easy for that relationship to just kind of fade away. We don't hold on to relationships like these because they don't feel good to us, right? We're humans. <laughs> these don't feel good to us. No one wants to have the nickel and dime thing happening. No one wants to be going tit for tat with someone who you're engaging with. And I'll remind you, this is henna. We, this, is a, this is an intimate art. We are in someone's space. We're touching on their skin. We're talking to them about, many times, intimate details of their life, things that perhaps their partner doesn't even know about them. They're sharing with us because they feel comfortable and they feel safe. Unless they don't because they're not there for the experience, because they're only there because you were the cheapest one that they could find on Google. Like, come on. No wonder you're being mistreated by your clients. No wonder you're finding challenges booking high quality clients to come and visit with you consistently. Why do we do this? If that's not sabotage, I don't know what else is. Because you know what? <laughs> the irony, the irony. When I pull entrepreneurs about what it is, and recently we did this inside of the entrepreneur community, I asked um, what makes a really good client, right? Just about everyone said clients who come back right? Or who leave reviews, those who come back, who leave reviews. So this is the thing. Imagine you build a business down at the bottom, <laughs> down at the bottom, right? You build a business where everyone is, is motivated by the clients that you bring in are motivated by money and not value. And so you are having a challenging experience dealing with them. Whether they leave happy or not is a totally different conversation. I'm speaking specifically to how you feel in the engagement with them. You don't feel good. You don't feel valued, right? You feel like this is a lot of work for a little money, right? So you do this and then imagine because you are who you are and you are a phenomenal entrepreneur and you really do care about your client's experience. So you are putting in all of this work to make sure that they have a good time, even if it's at a bottom of the barrel price point. Now you've got people out there who are talking about your business. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. They're happy with their henna. Uh, this, you know, the, the designs are beautiful. The stains are beautiful. I had a great time. Oh, and also she charged me $10 per hand. You know what? Let me tell you about something that, I mean, we, we just, for whatever reason, tend to forget about this. Birds of a feather flock together. So guess what? Everyone who this person is now 
leaving these reviews that you wanted, right? These reviews that you wanted. Now you've got not, yeah, you've got a repeat client. You're going to see her again for another $10. You're still going to feel resentful. And with time, you're only going to feel more resentful because every time you see her, she's got a new demand, right? But not only that, she's sharing your info. She's sharing your business with the people in her circle who likely share the exact same value system and who are coming to you based on money, not on value. And boom, all of a sudden you've got a client list that you cannot stand. And you are like, why do I, I don't even want to do this anymore. I'm tired. Who's been there? I know that there's someone listening to this podcast right now, friends, who's been there or who is on their way there and they can see it coming. Now is the time to course correct. Now is the time to course correct. I don't want to see you building a client list of discount buyers. I don't want to see you building a client list of people who are motivated by money and not by the value that you bring because they're not going to treat you well and in the way that you deserve. Okay. Another thing, this one might ruffle a couple of feathers and I'm okay with that. A lot of us out here have an unhealthy, unhealed, incomplete relationship with money. And so because of that, we have a lot of hmm, broke mentality, right? So because we don't have it, we didn't come from it. And again, this doesn't even come from a place of judgment. Listen, I didn't grow up uh, with a life of abundance. If y'all have been around at all, y'all know, listen, my, my pops, my pops raised me. My dad raised me. My dad grew up in the projects. My dad grew up, uh, you know, in a single parent household in the projects came out, had me, right? Had me, my parents did what they could to take care of me. My dad, you know, never let me want for anything. I'll give him that for sure. For the shout out to my pops, love him to pieces. And also when I look back now as an adult and I see what it was for my father to be a single parent of multiple children, um, as a black man in America, no less, right? Um, oof, oof. Knowing how much money he was making back then <laughs> and how he was maintaining us, like it's a question of, wow, like that, that took some, that took some fortitude. <laughs> that took some fortitude, right? So I share that with you to say, look, I didn't come from, it's not like I came, you know, with a silver spoon in my mouth. I don't have a trust fund. I'm not a trust fund baby, right? Like that's not my story. I built my wealth and I built my businesses over a period of time. And it took a lot of uh, healing my relationship with money in order for me to do that. Many of us come from a similar background where there wasn't generational wealth or, or there was wealth present, but there was negative stories around money, um, that cause us to be suspicious about people that have money, um, that cause us to feel a way about the people that do have money. Are they like us, right? Do they think like us? Do they live like us? There's a lot of morality tied to money. And so, Ooh, there might be some purity culture impacting the way that you view money and that subconsciously is keeping you from making more money because you're so scared that if you happen to, you know, make a little bit of wealth off of your art that you're suddenly going to turn into some, you know, immoral person and that you'll lose all of your character and your values. Not true. First of all, can I just say money only highlights who you were. I'm just going to put that out there. Money only highlights who you were because with more money comes more ease and with more ease and more uh, access, you are then able to do things that you maybe couldn't have done before. So when you have the money and you have, you have the resources to do the things now is where your real true colors will start to come out because what do you value? You're going to start to put your money where those values are, right? 
So many of us, and I, I digress, many of us are projecting a lot of our like broke mindset, our broke money mindset onto our clients, right? We're saying things like, well, no one would ever, no one would ever pay, no one would ever pay $50 for 15 minutes with me. Nobody would ever pay me, you know, $500 for a bridal henna. No one would ever pay me a $1,000 day rate for me to go and work, you know, six hours at their corporate event. No one would ever do that. No one would ever, really. Why would anyone hire me? Why would anyone come and book me to do their Eid designs? Why would anyone come and book me to do their party henna when they could just go on YouTube? They could just Google it. They could just go on Pinterest and do it themselves. Why would anyone purchase my henna cones for $7 a cone, $10 a cone? They could just, they could just figure out how to do it themselves. They could just buy the cheap stuff on Amazon. Listen. Not everyone wants that lower tier product. Not everyone wants that lower tier service. There are many people out here who are happy to invest if it means better quality, a better experience, right? And so just because you happen to have a poor relationship with money and you wouldn't pay $500 for a bridal henna doesn't mean that someone else won't pay $500 for a bridal henna. And that's the problem. Many of us entrepreneurs are putting ourselves into our clients or prospective clients pockets instead of just saying, this is my rate. This is the value that you, uh, that you receive when you book with me. Would you like to book with me and making that invitation? And then when you do that, you allow the other person to then uh, decide whether you're a good fit or not and whether your services align with their values as well. Friends, this sort of thinking, this sort of thinking is what keeps us under earning. This sort of thinking is exactly what keeps us stuck and small. This sort of thinking is what keeps us at the bottom of the industry. And let me tell you what, Lots of people are down there. Lots of people are down there doing the work around money mindset, doing the work around positioning your business, doing the work around legitimizing your business, right? Like these are the things that not everyone is going to be willing to do. But friends, if you are willing to do it, I want you to understand that the payoff is phenomenal. Because as you leave the bottom and as you rise up to the top, do the, the group of us up here, right, who are charging premium prices, who are only working with high quality clients, who are only taking on bookings that we actually enjoy and are excited about doing, like, friend, it's spacious up here. It's abundant up here. The money flows easily up here. We're not tired and burnt out up here. <laughs> We're taking vacations up here, right? Like, listen, myself and my students, one of the things that we do um, inside of my program, we have bi-weekly calls. Um, well, we have weekly calls. Uh, one week we have a mindset call. The next week we have a business strategy call. And I'm thinking specifically about these business strategy calls um, as they run on like a bi-weekly rotation. And uh, for these calls, one of the things that we do every, every time we meet is I have them share a win, a project, and a goal. And the wins that they share are not just, oh, I made an extra, you know, I had my first booking for, you know, $300. Oh, I had my first four-figure month. Oh, I had my first month. Listen, I had someone just recently, I had a, a $3,000 month and I only worked seven days. Uh, hello, right? This is ease. But not only are we, we celebrating wins like this that are monetary, 
we're celebrating the ease that does come alongside of it, right? So it's not just I had a $3,000 a month and I had to work myself into the ground for it. No, I had a $3,000 a month and I worked seven days. Friends, we're celebrating I took a vacation. We're celebrating I booked a new therapist, right? We're celebrating I was able to go have this fun with my kids. I took some time off. These are the things. Why? Because here up at the top, we're not stressed. <laughs> we're not stressed. So please, 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 please understand the longer you stay down, down at the bottom where it's crowded because many of the people are, are there hovering, chilling because they're not doing the work, it's likely, likely that you are sabotaging your own journey. It's likely that the longer you stay down there, the more you're missing out on opportunity cost of just trying something different, just looking at money different, just getting uncomfortable and saying, no, this is what I require to work with me, okay? There are clients out there who value their services and who are happy to pay a premium price for those things. And I want you to be the henna artist who they look to when they're looking for the best, right? Look, if you are not already a member of the Hennapreneur community, I feel like you should probably come join us over there. We're on Facebook. We're hanging out. <laughs> I'm a little bit biased, but I can say I feel like it's one of the best corners of the internet for real. I want to invite you to come in and chat with us. I would love to know What's coming up for you as you hear me talk about this? What's your experience with your clients? Are you someone right now who is challenged by projecting your own money stuff onto your clients? Are you putting yourself in your clients' wallets, right? If so, I want to talk about it. Tell me what's been your experience and we can kind of do a little brainstorming, do a little workshopping around uh, thought shifts that we can make in order to better prepare you for next steps. And of course, if you are someone who is ready to take a next step and you want to get to work with me, let's do that. Let's make it happen, right? I want to see you inside of my program. I want to see you <laughs> racing towards the top, launching towards the top, instead of being in this race to the bottom with everybody else, because you deserve better. <laughs> you deserve better. And if you're ready for it, I'm ready to support you to do it. All right. Well, I am going to jump off here for now. I will talk to y'all soon. And yeah, yeah, that's what I got. All right. Bye for now. Hey friend, I just want to give you a quick thank you for tuning into this episode of the Hennapreneur podcast. And I hope that you're really enjoying connecting with me in this way. You can find links to all of the content shared today in the show notes located at hennapreneur.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show and would like to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get access to all of the new episodes and to surprise bonus episodes as well as soon as they're released. I'd be so grateful to you if you'd take a moment to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. This helps me to reach more artists like you who would love and benefit from the show. For more ways to connect and work with me or to join me inside of the Hennapreneur community, pop over to hennapreneur.com. I can't wait to support you as you chase your big audacious goals, one henna design at a time.